Hello and welcome to the Melon Buffet Podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Charlie. Uh, this is episode four, Quisps. <laughs> and uh, I know. I think you added word. an extra bit on there. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I first saw it before I watched it, there was a serial back in the 60s and 70s in the US called Quisp. So I was like, oh, what the hell? And then, of course, I watched the episode and I realized what the hell they were talking about. But I thought maybe this was like a universal thing. But then obviously, no, I just re- found out it was David's Never fucking heard of it. Stupid. I wasn't even yeah. alive then, though. So. Well. Okay. On with the show. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. On with the 22 stone of prime marbled beef. <laughs> now, uh, we know exactly which circles he's known by that in. But Yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we're part of that circle. <laughs> But enough of that. Uh, <laughs> what do you got going on since we only recorded three days ago, Charlie? Fuck all. Um, well, we recorded on Friday and it is now Monday, so I've been to work today. All right. Um, at the weekend, what did I do? I did nothing on Sunday, as is tradition. Uh, and on Saturday, I took my dogs to a reservoir for a lovely big walk, thinking that I would get peace, and I didn't. Uh, <laughs> like We did about five kilometer walk, which is quite a lot for their little legs. Oh, and so yeah, they enjoyed themselves, but um, they didn't sleep any more than normal, so <laughs> it was a waste of time. What about you? Uh, jack shit. I- I'm not even sure I've left the house since then. Fucking um, hell. I know because no, you've been editing. You've been editing that nonsense that we recorded on Friday well, night. Yeah, that took, up, <laughs> that took up a good chunk of of Saturday. Yeah, um, if anyone listened to that and you listened to this again, then you know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for listening to us. We'll try and make this one not as shit as the other one. No promises, but... Yeah, but we can't um, promise anything. So, yeah, no, there's there's absolutely nothing going on here. Um, so, on with the show, I guess, on that note. There's <laughs> nothing going on. Nothing I'm going on. Sad, right, okay. sad life. Okay. So, um, we, we got to have a good look at um, in Alex's drawer <laughs> this week. Yeah, yeah. He he had a few things in there, um, mainly to assist Greg with his body conditions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I didn't. I did not write them down because uh, I did. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, he had ahead. cotton buds. He had cotton yeah. buds in case he got clogged again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'd probably be better off with a plunger, personally. <laughs> but um, he had wet wipes in case he got dry, and dry wipes in case he got wet. Um, sure. He had nail scissors. And then he had fancy nail scissors that crimp the nails, I think. And then he had some gas in air because of his body condition. <laughs> I don't know, he's mad, isn't he? <laughs> he's funny, though. I mean, it's like uh, Mary very, Poppins. Very, very brave. Yeah, it's like Mary Poppins' <laughs> carpet bag down there. There's just all sorts of shit in it. So, prize task. Best thing to celebrate with on a stage. Yeah. And, um... Tricky one. Yeah, this this is kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I would do. Um, well, you can't say because, it, well, you can, but, you know, we're supposed to be doing, well, that's exactly. going to be we're part of be our interactive along. thing. So we're all fine anyway. Like, if I asked you right now, what's the best thing to celebrate well on the stage, what would you say? I don't know, because I was kind of, um, not not exactly what Ed did, obviously, because who else <laughs> would think of that? But I was, you know, confetti cannons are, are fantastic. I like t-shirt cannons and stuff. They're big over there, aren't they? 
Oh, those are good. Yeah. They always have those at stadiums, sporting events and things. They love to shoot them into the crowd and knock people out. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you I bought a Nerf gun for my dogs? No. I don't know if I told you this. It's not, not, you know what a Nerf gun is, right? You have them over there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's one that you get from the pet shop that fires tennis balls. Oh, okay. It's pretty lethal. (laughs) Nice. You couldn't fire it at a person, I don't think. Well, you could, but it would hurt quite a lot. Even the dog's like frightened of it. So. Yeah, don't tell. Well, that's an aside. Me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So now I have that downstairs in my living room. Just waiting for someone to annoy me enough. <laughs> Somewhere in this room, I have like a rapid fire Nerf dart gun that shoots suction cup projectiles. Yeah, we got all sorts of shit in this house. My nephew has all the Nerf, all the Nerf guns. I think. Um. So I have played with quite a selection we had an air four here um on his birthday a couple of not last year the year before i think oh no last year nice. um me and him and my dad <laughs> running around the garden and in the house and up and down the stairs shooting each other and it was great fun Good anyway times. that's gone off that's gone off on a mad tangent <laughs> so all right so joe she joe. wanted she couldn't bring in the comedian so she brought in a cutout of comedian Andy Robinson, who she has toured with, she said, for about 18 years, says he's the nicest guy in comedy. I'm not familiar with him. I don't know if you are. Um, I've heard of him, and I, I, I recognize him and stuff, but I'm not familiar with his work, no. Uh, Ed seemed less than impressed because he said, it's just a cardboard <laughs> cutout. You're just celebrating yeah. with a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking it very seriously, is our Ed. Uh, of course. So then we had David, who had a mobility scooter, which at first I thought was rubbish, but then he added bits to it and made it a little bit more pimped. Uh, cardboard cut out of a bus and his own fashioned Taskmaster cup thing. Yeah, so street party on a stage. I I thought this was really a lot of effort for David. Yeah, it was quite I, good for David. Yeah, for David especially. Like, it was good anyway, but for David, it, it was wasn't even good. Better. It was all right. It was all right, but for David, it was really good. Yeah. You know, it's like that that one kid in class who just, oh, but you've done so well for you. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep those expectations metered, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Katie, candy floss or cotton candy machine. Rubbish. (laughs) <laughs> I yeah. thought it was rubbish. No, I, I mean I'm not I'm not against candy floss, but I just thought it's not really when you think about celebrating, you don't think candy floss do. Yeah, I mean I love some cotton candy as we call it, but it, it, yeah, you don't celebrate with it like oh let me come over here and no the, the whole machine it was. Yeah, it's, it was hard, it's hardly a it's hardly a foam party, is it? Yeah, yeah, it was it was disappointing. <laughs> I've come to yeah. expect a little bit more from her when it comes to the prize tasks. She was and trying to uh, think outside the box, wasn't she? She I, was just trying to be a bit different. And then sometimes sure. it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, Rose. Rose, <laughs> yeah. With a set of stanchions and ribbon and giant ceremonial scissors, which yeah. I, I love those scissors. I don't know why I love the very idea of them. My daughter and one of her friends, when they were in like the third or fourth grade, they were obsessed and they both wanted a pair of these giant scissors. And it turns out they're actually really fucking expensive. So they didn't get them. (laughs) Um, But that was what they wanted for Christmas one year. My weird child. (laughs) Okay. 
I said, what are you going to do? you going to like hold an opening in front of our fucking house? You're just going to have ribbon cutting ceremonies? She's just going to pretend to be a little tiny fairy. That's all I think. Make you feel yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think, I think she lost sight of what the task was asking for that one. Cause it's not really, again, it's not a celebratory item as such. It's not what I would think of anyway. It's more of a ceremony. Like, what are you opening? What are you ribbon cutting on stage? The task was best thing to celebrate with on a stage. Yeah, and and why would you have a ribbon cutting <laughs> on a stage? Maybe, maybe if you're opening a stage? Maybe. New theater? That's what, that's what she should have said. Sorry, I'm banging things. Yeah, they went, off, they went off on out. their little, the, the little library tangent there, and that was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, pants. I think it was pants. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Ed, who Save had... Yeah, brilliant. Awesome. Um, big old dick that shoots out confetti. Confetti can and party pants. See, we got a catchy little name, you know, yep. patent pending, put a lot of thought into trademark. That. <laughs> yep. He knows Greg well. He knows exactly what's going to make him give him five points. And it did. He got five points. Yep. For that. And then we had, um, who do we have? Joe, four points. David Scooter with three points. And Katie and Rose... Two points each. Yeah. Which I think is very generous. But very, we're not gonna argue. Generous. We're not gonna argue with the taskmaster. Not at all. Never, never, never. Um so then started On proper. To the house. Yes. Uh make the most striking water feature. You have twenty minutes. I was really looking forward to this one because I read a little interview before it started. Um and so I knew to some degree what um Ed to <laughs> Alex all, all I wrote in my notes next to Ed's name is holy fuck that's all I wrote because I like I didn't even know what else to say it was it was beautiful it was a thing yeah. of beauty but let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves nope okay so Joe right well <laughs> Joe made her water feature in the sink inside the house which is the only one that was inside what what she did what reminded me of as a mother is when you leave a child unsupervised <laughs> and you're like gee it's it's awful quiet in here where's my kid mm-hmm. and then you find them in the kitchen doing that and it was a disaster waiting to happen <laughs> and i i would have been gravely disappointed if it hadn't crashed i was just it was just Give me anxiety looking at it. It's like a nightmare just waiting to happen. <laughs> and then dribbled on with water from a duck shaped jug. <laughs> Whatever it was. I don't know what it was. It was like a watering can shaped like a duck. Like <laughs> And like you know, she didn't even flinch when it all smashed either. <laughs> even though everyone was waiting for it, it still was like ah Well, I think she was probably half expecting it as well. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was not uh, structurally sound in any way. She well, you don't know. You couldn't see them foundations in the sink. They could have been. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a couple pots inside other pots, and oh my god, it was. I don't know. You know, like pile of foundation or oh, whatever. That's so. I boring. mean, it held up for a while though. <laughs> yeah, she done well. She did, yeah. So all right, uh, Rose. Rose, do you want me to tell you what I wrote? Rose oh, made please. an art installation around a mango with flowers, a welly, and a jug. <laughs> Again, it's not a jug, it's a watering can. It was after midnight when I wrote these <laughs> notes the other night. But yeah, it, it was it was arty. It was, it was you know, 
it actually looked like something that you might see in the garden of some little old couple, you know, at a little country home and they, you know, like to make yep. these little water features. So it mm-hmm. did look like something that somebody might actually have in their sad little garden. <laughs> There's a house just down the road from me. They've got the tiniest front garden, but they've got it filled with stuff like that. All sorts of just gnomes full. and yeah, water yeah, features. Yeah, just loads of, sh- loads of shit. <laughs> and I drive by it every time I think, why have you spent, you know, you spent time and money on that? And you, there's not even space for them to sit outside and enjoy it. It's like straight onto the path. Like, what is the point? <laughs> Maybe that's just so they don't have to do any like yard maintenance. They just fill it with crap. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's pretty clean looking, you know, there's like white stones and stuff. They, they don't stay white. Like, you know, it rains a lot here. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. must have to. They must have to wash the stones somehow. I don't know. Oh, this has gone you, off on a one again. I know, it? <laughs> but it's still easier than mowing a lawn. I know we're getting into lawn care and yard maintenance. Um, yeah, I don't do any of that shit. That's what men are for. But Sorry yeah, I mean, sexist. it was it was a cute little water feature like you'd see in in somebody's garden. Um, I don't know yeah, if it was nice. striking. No, it wasn't striking. It was pleasant. It was, it was just lovely. I think. Now, Katie, her idea. I know she just didn't have the water pressure to pull it off, first of all. <laughs> and it might have been, it might have had some merit, but it was just, it was a dud. She basically just knocked a gusset out of a piggy bank and stuck a hose in it. Yeah. Which is a nice idea. Like, like you say, if, it, if there was a big pressure of water, then it would have been good. Cause yeah, the, if we could have got it like a nice jet going out the top. It would have made and... the pig fly. <laughs> Something, but it just it, it just wasn't there. This is yeah. not her day. It was all right. What's more impressive is that she made the hole in the bottom with a knife rather than a hammer. <laughs> and didn't hurt herself. <laughs> and she didn't completely destroy it. Like I expected as she was doing it, I was just waiting for the entire bank to just fall apart in her hands. <laughs> I was surprised it maintained its shape that much. So I've got a piggy bank a little bit like that downstairs. I, I, that used to be my grand's. Um, it has no gusset either because I've lost the little plug thing that goes in it. That's totally just, you know, that's for you. You can keep that. A <laughs> little bit of information. Just made me think of it there. Sorry. A little peek, peek into our lives. That's what my, you mine's is multicolored. Mine's isn't pink. It's, multi- it's all different colors. <laughs> anyway, on you go. <laughs> um, well, then we come to Ed. <laughs> go on then. Go on with Ed. Well, I mean, like, what is there to fucking say? He turned our dear little Alex Horn into a, I, I can't even say a lovely mermaid, but a mermaid. <laughs> as soon as I saw him with the, the giant funnels, yep. I, I knew we were in trouble. He made him into a tortured merman. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've written. He violated Alex and made him into a tortured mermaid with funnel boobs, red bubble wrap hair and a sleeping bag for a tail. And then he made him sing a song as well. <laughs> Yes, and I did not write down the lyrics, and I, I've got, oh, I've kind of got it in my head, it. but I'm failing. Yeah, I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> I am a mermaid who lives by the sea. Why won't a sailor come visit me? But he made him go, ah, <laughs> at the start as well. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen it a million times, and we've said it before. The things that Alex is put <laughs> through for this show... I mean, he just sits there and takes it, and it's it's amazing. Do you know what? They filmed that in February as well. It'd be fucking oh freezing. God. In his poor little body with his duct tape <laughs> on his little hairy chest. 
I shouldn't say that the hairy chest on his manly hairy chest. <laughs> I mean, that's got to have hurt getting that off. Yeah. And then it was it was disappointing that they could only get one tit to work. <laughs> well, he would have needed two hoses or some sort of way yeah. to funnel the water between the two tits. Exactly. And then you might not have gotten the pressure and it would have been the impressive stream that it was. So in the end, that was the right decision. Well, that's what he said. It was better to have an, uh, an impressive jet from one boob than a dribble from both. Exactly. Like, exactly. you know, that's what they say. <laughs> as the saying goes, no. <laughs> as, as grandma used to say, no. Um. It's tight at the bottom. <laughs> better to have one impressive tit than two shit ones. <laughs> David, who made an uh, openly homoerotic version of a cover from Gardner's World. That was something. what I wrote. Water feature based Brokeback Mountain. That was my other potential title. Uh, everyone's <laughs> writing, everyone's talking about why did no one say Brokeback Fountain? Did you see that? <laughs> no, I missed that. Because <laughs> it is, it's good, it's brilliant. It's broke I can't back believe fountain. it, a room full of comedians and no one said that. <laughs> Brokeback Fountain. Or, or it didn't make it to air. Yeah, probably didn't but, make it to air. Greg did say something like it's some sort of shit version of Brokeback Mountain, didn't he? He said it was water feature based Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, so you wrote that down. You just no, write down everything Greg down says. As, as a potential title. <laughs> uh, well, anything that strikes me that at, as a, a possible. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, Greg does come out with some good shit. That's why. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, anyway, so, where were we? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what else. I'm to still say laughing about, about the mermaid thing. <laughs> because I mean, in the end, it was just David and Alex standing there without their shirts, and there was no yeah. reason for David to take his shirt off. Solidarity. And then he, and then he just squirting the hose through a, the drain screen. <laughs> so it wasn't even the, the water part of it. Wasn't even that fucking good. No, <laughs> so he could have at least put his finger over the end of it and make it a little bit spray. Like, exactly like he had a he had the multi-nozzle there on the end of the hose he could have changed it up a little and done something i don't know it was still it was striking in its own way <laughs> well yes striking that's the word we will use i liked it, <laughs> I it oh I, i'm not saying it wasn't entertaining i mean as water features go it was pretty shit but the as a whole, as a whole, it was a striking scene. We only had 20 minutes. That's not a lot of time. No. But considering what Ed accomplished in 20 minutes. I mean, he thought about that beforehand. Like, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I think Ed's got all sorts of stuff just stirring around in his head, yeah. waiting for the excuse to sort of bust him out. So It's almost as good as um, Rod Gilbert's uh, poke something unexpected out of this hole in the grotto. <laughs> Well, few things will ever top that, but that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so points, obviously, Ed got five points. Clearly, obviously, yep. And a BAFTA for the show, no doubt. <laughs> uh, four for David, three for Rose, two for Joe, and Katie's shit little piggy bank got one. Squirt and Pig, there's a name for the... Um... <laughs> uh, I'm going to wrap... 
every week now we're just going to have all sorts of uh, nasty things in the title. I'm going to have to try and... <laughs> yeah, because I've started to contribute to it. That's why it tells you a lot more about, about me than anything else. Tara's usually really clever with hers and I'm just filthy. <laughs> Second place deck or nothing. <laughs> Hey, I made it happen, didn't I? I know, it's fucking, I love it. The hardest part of it was trying to make it so that we knew what it was, but that you couldn't see that it was a dick, so Apple wouldn't edit us. I thought it was brilliant. I I didn't want our episode to get rejected, so I put a little frown face on him. It's the best part of our podcast is Tara's artwork. (laughs) And all I know is, I don't know what's out there, but if there is an award for podcast art, somebody (laughs) needs to fucking nominate me, because... I'll nominate you, mate. I think it is the best thing that we do. I mean, the podcast is shit, but the artwork. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just do it largely to amuse ourselves. Yeah, we do a podcast. It's a good excuse for us to Skype every week and, you know, talk about what we'd be talking about anyway, so. Okay, so then, task two. Bring a classic board game to life. Best real-life board game wins. You have one hour. My spelling is really bad when I'm not... Another another team task, which of course makes me happy because the Joe and David show is back. (laughs) Um, It's a beautiful thing. Okay, so what would which board game would you have chosen and i have i have some i've written some questions for you before oh you've got questions for me it's like i'm on the spot i mean you know they went through a few of them and clue did seem like an obvious one but you need a lot more people for that Oh, clue again what is that cluedo oh excuse me we did talk about this the other day didn't we (laughs) it's just a blur i don't remember i was really (laughs) tired we did but it was it's um, cluedo isn't it yeah okay sorry i don't do you have Buckaroo over there? Or is it called, like, you know, Donkey Buck? Is it called something? Oh, Buckaroo. Ass no, Buck it's, it's, or yeah, something? It's Buckaroo. Um, and they actually came out with a, another one a few years ago, a Toy Story-themed version of it with Bullseye the Horse. Yeah, I think I saw that. So, um, yeah, so we we have that game here. Although the, the interesting part that I noticed is when David was talking about his uh, German Nazi game, mm-hmm. I... Immediately went because my husband has a closet in our house that is full Uh-oh. of about 200 nerdy Nazi battle thing? strategy games, <laughs> and he does not have that one. But I went to look. I thought you were going to say he had a cupboard full of Nazi memorabilia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my idea well, my idea of a board game is somebody rolls some dice, you move your piece around the board, maybe answer a trivia question or solve a riddle. These fucking games have like 500 page strategy guides and shit and all these maps and everything. I don't want to have to do six hours of reading before I can play a fucking game. Oh, he's a dungeon master, isn't he? Oh, he is. He's, <laughs> well, you know, he's a, he's a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've got a link to that game that um, David talked about and I'll send it to you so you can... It's a it's a web on a website called Board Game Geek. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, we we my husband sells games on there. So this is the level of nerd that we were <laughs> we are dealing with. Okay. Um, yeah, well, yours is into weird games and mine's is into roads. So who's got the worst one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, modeled after Operation Sea Lion, is what it translates to, and that was the Nazi code name for the planned invasion of a. Uh, the UK during the Battle of Britain. Nerd. Because, well, I am a nerd, 
but just not for board games for <laughs> other, history other and all sorts of dorky shit like that. Okay. Knowledge is power. So, um, back to my original <laughs> question. What board game okay. would you have recreated? I don't fucking know. Um, God. Again, how long did I you I should have thought about this. I should have known you were going to ask me this. <laughs> and I really don't know. Like I said, the first thing that came to mind was Clue. But you need to have several people to, to mm. pull that off. It's almost like putting on a play. What about you? I don't know. What do you think I know? I've not thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the, like... The, I remember a couple of games I had when I was a kid. I always wanted Cluedo and I wasn't allowed it because my dad thinks there's something wrong with me because I'm interested in murders and serial killers and things like that. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't allowed that one. <laughs> but I did have Buckaroo and I did have um, Mousetrap. So I might have, I might have got my Mousetrap because I really like that. Um, but it depends like how long you would have because I think Mousetrap would be really good but it would be really difficult to to do it'd be like you know like when they had all the stuff with the dominoes and things so like mm-hmm. you could set it all up and then it might just not work but it'd be fun to try yeah i mean my daughter's obsessed with monopoly so that probably would have been her guess mm. she's a fucking board flipper though she gets angry her and her best friend they play games that's the whole point of monopoly <laughs> but they they're like they would set up a game and then if they had to stop they would write down Everything they had, all their properties, their money, their assets, so they could pick up the same game like two days later. Mm-hmm. Like she watched, she doesn't watch documentaries. She has no interest in history. What's the one documentary that's on her Netflix playlist? It's like about a Monopoly championship that they <laughs> hold every year. I'm like, she's like Monopoly crazed. We've got like 17 different editions of Monopoly in this wow. house. Really? Yeah, and we've got I like don't Spider-Man and Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and regular and digital and uh, yeah, okay, we have a lot of Monopoly. So you've got a lot of board games in your house. We've got we've got a couple hundred board games. Yeah, I've got two. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what they are. I've got the Taskmaster <laughs> one that's up on my shelf up here that I haven't even opened. Well, I haven't have I opened it. Yeah, I've opened it, but I haven't played it yet. Um, and I've got another one that's called Nuki. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, we play a lot of cards against humanity in this house. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't get that one either. What is that? Is that like Oh, is Is it like snap? It's like um it's it's it can be it's horribly like inappropriate. Tra- you would love it. It's like a game made for you. Oh, well, cuz I'm horribly cards. inappropriate. Thanks. Well, we're both horribly yeah, thanks, inappropriate. Actually. That's why actually, we love this game. Actually, I do quite like that. So. <laughs> And you play, you have to like fill in phrases. You got to match the cards. And sometimes they're a little uh, racist or uh, um, filthy or, and we play, you know, it's supposed to be obviously adults playing it, but we have like my 12 year old niece playing so it. How do and you my dad get points then? How do you win? By being, making everyone laugh or something? Basically, yeah, like each person takes a turn judging, and so you get one card, and everybody's got to kind of fill in the blank with what they think is going to be the best, and uh-huh. then whatever whatever I decide on my round is the best match for that. And it's cool, because you can make your own cards, so you've moves. seen I posted on Instagram, I made a ton of like Greg-related cards. Yeah. Um, we make cards about people we know that we don't like, so there's a <laughs> lot of inside jokes in our deck, like... Because we're horrible people. Um, so, <laughs> you, know. you know, like some of the custom cards I've made are blown out sweat sock of a vagina. <laughs> um, 
you know, strong brow for this girl that my daughter went to school with. It was Please tell me you've got baggy old Fanny in there. Um, I don't, but I have some new ones I have to do. You well, know, Fanny, I, Fanny's uh, not, um, it's a different thing over there, isn't it? It's probably worse, yeah. actually, if you had a baggy old Fanny in well, your it's context. Well, just, it's just as bad. I mean, Fanny is an <laughs> ass here. It's the, it's the bottom, not the front Baggy bottom. old ass. So, so still a saggy old ass. So it still works. <laughs> saggy old Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, we've gone all over the fucking place. Yeah, now. what were we talking about? Oh yeah. So back to Taskmaster. Um so the old team uh, went for operation and the young team went for Buckaroo. Um Yes. I thought they both were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No. I was, was gonna ask you if yeah. you had any weird American equivalents of them games, but we spoke about games for long enough, I think. And plus well, they're just the same. Um, we they? had both those games as they are. Those are the exact same that we have, Operation and Buckaroo. Yeah. So I think when um I, I liked watching I liked Ed's impression of a donkey with bunny ears and a backward saddle. <laughs> and he even had a tail. Did you see? He even had a tail. Um Yeah. But I think at first, when Greg was talking to them about it afterwards, I thought that Greg not being allowed Buckaroo when he was a kid was going to go against them because he was really angry about his misrepresentation <laughs> of uh, of the game's mechanics. Um, but, you know, we know it ended okay. And then the older team, I think they really went to town. Like They had actual pieces of bodies. <laughs> yeah. uh, well and david just any excuse to strip off his clothes at this point yeah that's uh it's the theme isn't it <laughs> but it had a real well, uh, a real yeah. life kidney and a and a big bone that had bits of flesh on it and <laughs> looks like some sticky spare ribs and a jammy dodger heart and a cauliflower <laughs> for a brain all very very good and he kept smashing his but- button into his own face <laughs> Well, like you said, like why did he hit his his own face so hard? I think he was like, just so excited he was getting into it, wasn't he? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun. It made us all, you know, think about all these games we played yeah. as kids. It was good. Good task. Um, great task. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah. Three points, three points for each. each team because it was good all around. Yeah, it was just nice. It was lovely. Couldn't fault anybody on that. I think. Yeah. And then I've written down here that um, Greg done a lovely Ric Flair impression that I think might have burst Alex's left ear drum. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated Ric Flair when I was a kid. Do you? Do you know who he is, right? Nature Boy? Twat. Yeah, I do. Not a fan. What a, a twat. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's not start talking about wrestling. We'll be here all day. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in that That's for another, another time. No. Yeah. So, then... You, you you read the next one because right. I talk too much. Uh, so next one, they had to, they go in. Alex is there with a the tray. Say a letter of the alphabet. Um, of course, Ed, being his you know snarky self, says a letter of the alphabet. And Alex, knowing Ed, was prepared for that, which I thought was very clever, beautiful. Very, very the clever. audience just went nuts when that <laughs> happened. It was it was a beautiful thing. So yeah, so they each had to say a letter of the alphabet, put the most things with the letter you just said on the tray. The tray may not leave Alex. Alex may not leave the lab. Most things beginning with the letter you just said on the tray in five minutes wins. Yeah. So it's not a lot to so, say about strategy for this one. It was just say a letter, then grab some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Find as many things as you can. Um, 
So Rose had P. Uh, Katie and Joe both had B, correct? Yep. Did I write yep. that down? Yep, right? yep, yep. yep. Uh, Ed <laughs> with D. And then poor, poor David yep. just blurted out Q. <laughs> well, I, you know, I yeah. felt for him because like, I'm a dickhead as well. I probably would have said Z or something. <laughs> well, because you think like, oh, man, I'm going to be clever here. Like, what am I doing? Not knowing what it obviously there's no way to know what it's going to be. So, yeah, yeah you think, let me let me pick an odd letter. OK, so Joe, Joe and Katie had B, Rose had P, Ed had D and David had Q. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I did not write down all of the things I wrote down a lot uh, of them. They brought in. <laughs> I wrote down a lot of them. <laughs> I did write down David's. Yeah. I think I got most of them. Go on then. I think. Go on then. Let's see. I've got a Quamra. <laughs> yep. Qu- Quanana. Yep. <laughs> Quarren. Yep. She actually had two Quarrenges, I think. Two some, or three, I think. Some Quapes, which she did not say, but they were on the tray. Yeah, I didn't read that. Quapple. A Quapple, yeah. Um, The the Quape Quasure or Tape <laughs> Quasure, however you yep. want to say it. Yep. A Quack. A quack, a quaraffe, <laughs> quaby, quag Davies, and Qualix horn. Yep. <laughs> quow. A what? He said quow. What? It was a quow. What is that? Say it properly. You know, it goes moo. It goes moo. Oh, cow, right, okay. He said queenus right, so as well. Like, queenus. Yeah. And, he had a knob. It, like it, was a, it was a fucking lobster. And he said. I'm like, what the f- You must know. He said queenus. And coffee. And he had coffee. Americans. Yeah. Coffee. And it was all quap, as they said. <laughs> it was all quap, yes. Yeah. But he did get a point for coffee. Yeah, because that's funny. <laughs> and true. Um, so, I mean, we, we don't know how many things he had, but um, it was it was rubbish anyway, wasn't it? And, like, of course, in typical Taskmaster fashion, there was loads of things beginning with queest. Uh, que. <laughs> Que? There was <laughs> there was lots of things beginning with Q hidden around the house because why wouldn't there be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd have to expect that somebody might say it. I wonder I if they had like wonder... ten xylophones or something. Well, that's what I was to say. I wonder what there would have been if somebody had said X. Yeah. Um. X but yeah, so he said there was quail eggs and quince jelly and probably like quinoa? sixty bags of. What do you say? Sixty quavers? bags of quavers. Yeah. So you know yeah, what quavers are, right? Easily, if he had gotten those, I do know what they are. Good. Only from my travels over, we don't brilliant have brilliant crisps. Here, brilliant. Well, like like Ed said, he probably just said crisps anyway. <laughs> <laughs> crisps. And there we have yes, the name of our episode. Yeah. Um. So Ed wound up with a hundred and eleven. Well, it was a hundred and eleven, but then his drink holders. <laughs> were discounted, so we don't even know what he wound up with. Either way, he was fucked. I think, I can't remember how many he said he had. I don't know. Um, but it would have been 111 if he was allowed to keep the cups. Um, yeah, and he still, so he still would have lost anyway, yeah. because Joe had 136. Yep. Katie had 168. Yep. And Rose, because of the bag of peas, because she really didn't put that many other things on there, yep. but because of that bag of peas and the flower petals, but the peas mainly, 306. 306, Strong yeah. Genius. She had 250 piece, 30 petals, 25 sheets of, sheets of paper. Fucking hell, sheets of paper. 
and a bottle of Pims that was nearly empty. Surprise. <laughs> Suspiciously. Who's been drinking that? It's disgusting. <laughs> well, you know, long days filming at the house. Yeah, you probably. mix up a little, yeah. little Pims cup. <laughs> okay, so um, points. You said points, didn't you? Um, yeah, Rose got well, five. I, s- I got said four. the number of items, but yeah, yeah. so... Joe got three, Ed got two, and David got one for coffee. Um, <laughs> so then, then we went on to the live task, which again, I think there's a theme of deviousness from Alex this series. Um, I read that he had, he now, or I heard that he now has his own hot tub, which is where he, he sits and thinks up the tasks. And I think that the bubbles make him devious. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Devious so, bubbles. There's task. another one for you. Um, yeah. So it, uh, it was too long to write down the whole thing. Did you write the whole thing? I I did write it down. Go on then. See, I love how like I can't be asked to write it down, and you write it down, and then when you can't be asked but, to write, but then it down, some, I write it exactly, down. it's like we're psychically we know which ones the other one is gonna do. Yeah. And I just went ah fuck it. I know. <laughs> so I did. Okay. So throw your things far, but not too far. That's where Taking I stopped writing. Turns. <laughs> taking in turns you must select a thing and throw it beyond the line but not off the runway if your thing does not end up in the safe zone you're disqualified if all objects end up in the safe zone the person who threw uh, i might i don't know if i got it word for word the person who threw the thing the shortest distance is disqualified yeah you may not manipulate your things in any way before throwing them Last player standing wins. Yep. And they had a pool noodle, an egg, which turned out to be a rubber egg, birthday card, which nobody wound up throwing at all, and a grain of rice. Fucking right. Why would you David... try and throw a birthday card? Have you ever tried to throw a birthday card? Yeah, you'd have to kind of pitch it almost like a frisbee, like, you know what I mean? Like, sideways. Yeah, but it was still, like, you um, would catch the air and it would just be a disaster. Yeah, it could go all off. It was it was a risk. It would be but... second. It would be second only to the rubber fucking egg. <laughs> Yeah, but then David thought the grain of rice was just a piece of like dirt <laughs> tossed it. <laughs> but now, after all that, David didn't understand what was going on. So Ed recapped, uh, got it, was it brilliant, perfectly, and David still didn't understand. <laughs> and there was proof that he still didn't understand because when he was trying to throw his egg. He wasn't even trying to throw it past her pool noodle. He was just trying to get it over the line, but still in front of her pool noodle, which would have disqualified him anyway. So he still didn't understand what was going on. I like the the bit of sheer genuine panic from Alex when David started jumping up and down on the runway. (laughs) No, 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 it'll collapse, it'll collapse. So round one, there was three eggs, and Rose picked some rice, and Joe picked her noodle thing, and everyone else had their rubber eggs. Yep, egg, egg, rice, egg, noodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Joe had a good shot with her rice. Yep. Um, Ed, I mean, for well, forget it. His egg. That was it. Because <laughs> I mean, did he not feel it? Did they not feel that it was not a regular egg in their hands? I guess they didn't. Not that I know that there was a better way to control it, but I don't think he would have launched it quite so hard. No. Because he really, really chucked it. He's, t- um, he's apparently, did you see the picture he put on his Twitter? He's taken it home and put it in the egg <laughs> box at home. 
And uh, his <laughs> fiance has tried to cook it a couple of times. <laughs> Poor girl. Poor girl. Um, I mean, Rose's noodle barely cleared the line. It did, but I mean, it was absolute shit. Yeah, they're all pretty difficult things to throw apart from the rice, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joe's second shot with the noodle had more potential, but it just sailed too far because you know, a long ways like that. It's like a rocket. She was into it, and then Greg started commentating, and you could see it in her face. She just went, fuck it, and threw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the end, I mean, it only Rose and Joe made it to the second round, and uh, Rose's rice. Yeah, five points to Rose, four points to Joe. Everyone else got one point for their eggs. <laughs> Which they were lucky to even get. Yeah. <laughs> So, the final uh, episode score, Katie with 11, David with 12, Ed and Joe both with 16, and Rose won the episode with 18. So she got to go up on stage and uh, celebrate with all of her celebratory items. With her one-shot confetti cannon pants. (laughs) And she did cut her ribbon. (laughs) Did she? I don't know. Again, didn't seem that exciting. No. The only exciting thing was the pants, to be fair. <laughs> then she rode off on her scooter. <laughs> you know, them are quite expensive. You could probably sell that for a, a good bit of money. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's been on telly now as well, so it's special. All right. So what's the leaderboard looking like, lady? Oh, so you haven't written it down again. You're just stalling until I say it, are you? I wrote, I wrote leaderboard <laughs> on the bottom of my notes. And never, do never do it. Never do it, because you know I always do. Okay, so exactly. series leaderboard... As it stands at the minute, we've got David on 53 points, Joe on 58, Katie on 64, Ed on 68, and Rose on 70. So it's still quite close. Yeah, I mean, they're still all fairly close to each other. Yeah. I mean, did you? Did we talk about who do you think was going to win last week? Who did you we say? We did. We said, um, and you said Ed or Rose. I was saying Katie. I think Katie was. No, I said Katie or Ed, but probably katie but who knows man anything could happen at this point yeah, it's, it's a it's close i mean even joe's not that far behind like she doesn't give a shit either no. which is yeah it could end up working in her favor no we're not even halfway through so strange things could happen and could be all mixed up at this point i don't know okay so um seeing as we've only had a couple of days since our last recording <laughs> In the setting of our last week's tasks, we're not going to do points this week, but we will do them next time. Yeah? Yes. So we'll keep going with the weird wooden thing and the breaking a part of the item. Yeah. We got one entry in each of those from Duncan this week, but we're going to save well done, the until... Yes. Um, we're going to save those until we get a few more. Uh, but this week, if anybody wants to, again, prize task... This one's a little bit harder. Best thing to celebrate with on stage. So if you don't have something to actually show us, yeah, just you pick know, something. just tell us what you think. Hypothetically, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Well, no, I mean, you... <laughs> what are the other well, ones? Recreate let's put it this game. way: we're going to do the prize task, obviously, every week. If there is another task that you think you can do, and you want to do it and show it to us, we'll give you points for it. Yeah. So, you know, go crazy. We'll give you some points. If there's something that happened in this episode and you want to give it a try at home and show it to us, 
go right ahead and we'll uh we'll put you in the running. But right I think this week we'll just put the prize task out there. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um is there any news? Anything going on? Like Taskmaster related news? I have nothing. Um so apparently the Taskmaster himself has been seen um up in Barnsley. Um in and around the town around there, so we think he's probably doing the filming for the documentary that he's doing for BBC Two, I think it is. Orchestral yeah. on Orchestral the Nave, so we think we might be doing that, so that should be coming soon. Um Alex is getting beat really badly at bad golf. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he looks good in his golf gear, so um and he's got some nice clubs and things like that, so you should give that a listen. Um other than that, I don't know anything. Any more news? No. No. I mean I know so you a lot of them are still touring and things like that. So yeah. you could find that on their individual websites and stuff. But uh, if we find out anything else by the time we film next week, because we'll have a whole week until we film next time, <laughs> unlike this week. Record. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, you can reach out to us on social media, Melon Buffet on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us, melonbuffet at gmail.com. You can send us your entries there or just tweet or Instagram and tag us. Um, if you have any suggestions about something you'd like to see or hear, I guess. Never mind. Um, we know what you mean. Or if you just want to say hi, yeah, let us know. Uh, let us know what you think of the show and um, we'll see you in a week. Bye. Bye.